This week's show is brought to you by Pretty Easy Podcasts, helping podcasters get their shows off the ground, up and running, and sounding great. Professional podcast production at extremely affordable rates. Do yourself a favor if you're thinking about doing a podcast, but you don't really have a whole lot of time to manage the editing, the posting of the show, and making it sound as good as possible. Uh, go to prettyeasypodcast.com because they'll help you do it at a great rate, and it doesn't matter what your show's about. It could be a sports show, a food show, business. It could be a show about extremely rare birds. Doesn't matter. Go to prettyeasypodcast.com, and they'll help you get your show off the ground, up and running, and sounding great today. Whatever your passion is, Pretty Easy Podcast is ready to help you enjoy it even more. Everybody has a podcast these days, right? Get in on the fun and go to Pretty Easy Podcast dot com today or just email them to get started at pretty easy podcasts at gmail.com pretty easy podcast making podcasting uh well pretty easy this is the future this is not the past the new xfl will kick off in 2020 is cooking. It's still football, but it's professional football reimagined. This is our moment, our story to tell. This is history begun. This is the XFL! Welcome, football fans. This is the week of May 12th, 2019. This is the road to 2020, and this is the XFL show. I'm Alan. I'm Jake. And I'm Bryant. No need to check your local listings. The XFL is on TV, and the schedule is set. This is episode 68, standing for excellence. And you know it's going to be an excellent show because Jake's here, and Jake, you missed our... uh, our, our special emergency episode earlier this week where we put it out uh, immediately because of the XFL TV deal getting announced. So today I'm looking most forward to your reactions to the big TV deal and, well, the subsequent hiring of the L.A. football coach. It's a big week, man. I mean, this is really two or maybe even three shows uh, rolled into one. So, yeah, we're, we're going to, you know, cram as much as we can in here, I guess. And Brian, you know, since we did the the special show, uh, I talked to you. I know your thoughts on it, but I know you're a social creature. What do you think? How would you sum up the social media reaction to the XFL's TV deal with ESPN and Fox? Explosive is that is that a nice enough word? A, a word that works enough for anyone? It no, was, no, it no e at the beginning, right? Just explosive. <laughs> it, it honestly. Uh, it was all over the uh, the internet. It was all over social media. It was covered by plenty of, of outlets that weren't even talking about the XFL beforehand. And, and definitely now they are on the maps of every uh, notable news source out there today. Yeah, and we noticed it too because it was a, it was a big announcement and our, some of our numbers boosted up. And you know, if the news is big, we're going to probably get some more ears and eyeballs on what we're doing. So that's how you could really tell this was a – an awesome, awesome uh, announcement. A lot of people were pretty impressed. Uh, if you missed that emergency bonus show we did, it is out there on the free feed for everybody. Uh, really encourage you to go listen to that. 
uh, because we get into the nuts and the bolts of the TV deal that was announced earlier in the week. And in case you didn't hear, yes, the XFL is going to air on ABC, Fox, ESPN, and FS1 in 2020. The TV partners are pretty impressive. The television deal is very interesting. A lot, a lot of details that we're waiting on in ter- in you know regards to revenue we want to hear about it and exactly what the league's getting in that regard but from what we hear very beneficial to the league getting a lot of the bill footed by these networks they have solid partners and here we go now it's time to get some great players but if you really want to hear us go into the the very gritty details of this tv deal please go listen to that episode from earlier in the week we put it out special for everybody again it's on the free feed for everybody so Check that out. I know Jake did in in getting ready for today's show, and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. And I'm about ready if you you are, Brian, because I've been waiting all week because Jake wasn't able to make that show. Are you ready to hear his opinion on the TV deal? Because nobody's been more critical in, in saying that this TV deal better be good than Jake. I've heard plenty of reactions, some very uh, excited, some uh, almost emotional to tears. I've heard some reactions of this uh, TV deal. So I'm very anxious to hear what Jake's reaction is going to be. Yes. And if you, by the way, listeners, if you want to call in and and cry tears of joy or sadness or whatever, just let it out to us. We're here for you and we'll air it if you want. 724-565-4XFL to get in on the XFL fan line at XFL Show on all social media platforms. That's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We're, we're there for you if you want to be heard. Now it's time for us to hear Jake and uh, talk a little bit about some things Oliver Luck said in a very awesome SI.com article everybody needs to check out. Hey, Brainiacs, it's Long Allen Ice-T here to talk to you about this week's Brain Buster Radio. The world of professional wrestling is buzzing. New television shows coming to the Turner Networks. And of course, WWE is getting ready for money in the bank. But most importantly, Brain Buster Radio is getting wet, wet, ready? It's so hard to say. Ready for a wedding called Wired. That's right, a man called Wired's wedding is going to be a happening and this will be the final Brainbuster radio before that big event what will happen on the show this week i mean it could turn into a fun house it could turn into a triple threat or maybe a tag team match with the undertaker player you'll have to find out subscribe to Brainbuster radio on any podcast gimmick or check our youtube page out that's there too youtube.com slash brainbuster radio Get it any way you want it. It's pro wrestling. You need it. You love it. You're a brainiac. We'll see you this week. It's time for this week's cover two. Going for two. Go for two and the lead. All right. First things first. Got to hear what you have to say, Jake. Been waiting all week. XFL to air on ESPN, ABC, Fox, FS1. One game scheduled for FS2. And uh, we, we know the schedule for every game. We know the times for every game. We know that Saturdays and Sundays are going to be all XFL, baby. We know that the networks are paying for the production costs of these games, which adds up to almost $20 million. We know a lot, Jake. You've been critical. You said it needs to be big. Well, what is your thought? Yeah, it's not that I was critical, you know, because we thought they were going to be on a smaller network, but I was, you know, very steadfast steadfast and adamant that anybody should have access to this 
easily. And I mean, they, they did it. They pulled it off. This is like a walk off home run and a, a shootout goal and a, you know, a, a kickoff return in, in overtime, you know, depending on what league you're in, of course, this is all in one. They did it all. This is NFL level. This is college football level. You know, you got, you got network, you got cable. And even if there's a two, at the end of this channel, everybody can still get that. This is going to be something people can watch, whether they're in their garage or their living room or at a bar. They knocked it out of the park. Out of the park. So you're 100% stamp of approval for me. Very, yes, very happy, very pleased at this. And, and, and again, just credibility, legitimacy. And for me, I, I think we should go around and explain why this deal is that that damn good, guys. Because to me, it's that good. Because the, their top quality broadcast partners, Fox Sports in particular, I feel with FS1, FS2, they are constantly looking to, to beef up and do something different on those stations because they're pretty young. And getting the XFL and having maybe some studio shows and some XFL content on those channels is huge for them. And I think they're going to give you a lot of effort in promoting your league because they need content more so than ESPN, who, I mean, they have everything but ESPN is of course the premier partner that you want so they got a really eager partner and a very prestigious partner that to me is the reason why it is so damn good Brian you ESPN is probably the most um, selfless um, broadcaster in terms of sports when it comes to promoting what they have on their networks I mean you can't watch Sports Center without the first 30 minutes either being the NFL during the NFL season or being the NBA during the NBA season. And, and very solemn do they cover, you know, even MLB, even though MLB has like one or two games a week on ESPN, it's really not something that they market because they're not that invested in it. The NBA highly, highly um, highlighted by the, by ESPN. And I think that's where the XFL is going to fall. The XFL uh, has ESPN as a, as an, as a, as a partner, not just as a uh, place to have their, their games, showed and and also you know you mentioned fox sports fox is still trying to grow fs1 so they're going to do everything they can to get eyeballs on that network and promote the heck out of this on fox during the nfl season um during you know just regular broadcasts and things of that nature so this is just a, a huge way for the expo to get eyeballs on their product um and, and really get that exposure that uh, oliver luck was talking about earlier on last year yeah, I mean, let's not sell Major League Baseball short. They are still all over that network. But, you know, you're hard-pressed to find more than five minutes with Barry Melrose uh, <laughs> on there. And, and, again, it's it's just smart. If you don't air not it. Not a lot of hockey talk. Uh, yeah, if you don't air it on your channel, you're not going to talk about it as much. You know, it's, it's all the, you know, the New York, Boston teams and, and LeBron, basically. But that works for them. And because that's, you know, what they're airing. They're going to promote it. And then, of course, the NFL – is you know all over ESPN. Well, FS1, they when they had the UFC, I mean, virtually every show on that station was was UFC. And and now you got the XFL. I really feel good that especially on on the Fox cable channels, the XFL is gonna uh, be able to do some damage in terms of uh, churning out content and and putting out interesting things to supplement the league and the games on the weekends. Let's hope in that regard. That's the thing that stood out the most to me that's most exciting. How about for you, Jake? What what to you stands out as the thing that it, the one thing that makes it a really good deal for the league? 
Uh, well, I mean, I, you know, I think I've said it. The one thing that makes this a really good deal for the league is anyone can watch it. Now, I was surprised to see the a ABC logo on here or, you know, ABC and even ESPN for that matter. Fox seemed uh, seemed pretty safe, but I wasn't sure if the Mickey Mouse Network was going to try to pick up on this. So, uh, something I wanted to ask you guys here's something a, a little odd. I mean, this goes with playoffs, but I'll just focus on the championship game. A, a 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time kickoff. This thing could be happening at lunchtime, uh, you know, over if you're on the West Coast. It seems like this thing should have been uh, a little more prominent in prime time. Now, of course, they could always change that, but just preliminary what they got out, uh, you know, at, at, like as we said, 3 p.m. in the East doesn't make it seem uh, as important as it could be. It's a tough deal. You got you to think about also, I mean, the XFL's wanting to put that game on a Sunday, right? And you've got, if your ESPN partners got Sunday night uh, baseball at that, at, in that primetime slot on, on ESPN and ABC. Well, I mean, do you a meaningless baseball game in, in, in April is going to draw more it's, than this but, or be more. But it has nothing to do with that, Jay. It's yeah. commitment. They're yeah. already committed to something like baseball. They can't just push that off. I mean, I'm sure they could if they needed to, but they're not going to put know, baseball risk. on the deuce. That's, anyway, that's, that's not going to happen. That is a just premier. A that's a <laughs> one of the premier uh, rights fees that ESPN pays is for that game. Uh, and to move it is going to be tough. And then you have ABC. Maybe there's there's some room there where this game could eventually get moved uh, to the to the big network there, the 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 three letter, and that would be cool. Uh, but I, I see what you're getting at, Jake. Maybe this game should have been on a Saturday night in prime time. Uh, but who know? I want to know the reasoning why that was the particular time and day uh, for this championship game. You're right because. Middle of the day, I mean, we're all going to watch it. We're all invested anyway. But in terms of uh, maximum exposure, I guess they're banking on my guess that by then uh, people are going to be wanting to watch the XFL and they know that the games are on at that time on Sundays and they're just going to tune in at that same time as the same time they had all year. Yeah, I, I am a little wary. We mentioned it in the past about the commitment of two full days to the network uh, to the XFL. Um, it seemed like a lot for the AAF to have you know Saturday and Sundays. Pretty much both committed. Uh, you can't really um, plan around them. They're, they're, that's six hours of television. <clears throat> they have to plan on watching. Um, so I'm a little worried about too much, you know, too too many hours in, in on a weekend consumed by the football. I would have rather had it um, spewed out through one day, uh, like you know, we said Saturday night, and then three games on Sunday. But really, there's just there's just not much. I'm, I'm trying to find holes. If anything, uh, there's really nothing you can say about this deal other than good things. Yeah, very, very, very nitpicky to find anything really bad about it. Even people uh, who, after the announcement, tried to uh, on social media say, "Well, you know, the the league is gonna, you know, they're not getting paid by these networks to air their games. There's not a rights fee." Yeah, but that's a lot of money that's being taken care of by ESPN and Fox with the production of these games, especially how uh, one of our great callers, Leo, called in. He's told us about, I guess, Steve Mariucci was being paid thousands of dollars by the AAF, and they still owe him. 
and that you know goes into production costs. The the networks for the XFL they're going to be paying the talent that are broadcasting the games. The XFL doesn't have to worry about anybody calling these games and how much they're making. And hopefully, Gus Johnson's one of them, and they definitely don't want to have to pay him because he comes at a hefty price. Well, yeah, let, let's hope everybody's getting paid for uh, for a job well done in, in this in this league, and not in quarters like Marshawn Lynch, Bryant. Well, I mean, if that's what you want, you know. <laughs> well, Jake, quarters are a hot commodity. Eh? I, you know, if you really want to hear the story, that's and right. Details about Car that. Washers, <laughs> uh, laundry, you know, Pac-Man. Uh, Marshawn Lynch getting paid in quarters is probably the ultimate thing for the AF. So go check that out. It's our, uh, it's our. This is not the XFL show this week on our Patreon. Uh, listeners so but yeah you know what it, it, it's a great deal for the xfl because of the fact that they don't have to pay all these extra costs that's that the aaf did and and again it's just eyeballs on, on the on on the network right now you don't have to really worry about the revenue stream vince McMahon has that covered as long as you have a plan in place to get more eyeballs on your product the next season your product's worth more it's just more important than you're on these networks than anything else more important than a rights fee you're right jake yeah. Yeah, you don't want to just be on television. The AAF, what they did is they got on television. Kudos to them. It's not easy to do. You got on television, and, and people were able to see your games. The XFL saw that as, yeah, we want to be on television, but we want to be somewhere that makes sense that actually is going to give us uh, the right demographic for our for our product. And and I'm sorry, but TNT is not the right product, right demographic for your product. ESPN, ABC, Fox, FS1, uh, those are great spots for the XFL and and. And kudos to to Mr. McMahon and Oliver Luck for being able to pull this off. And here we go. Mark your calendars because the full schedule is out. Uh, once again, we broke down all the nuts and bolts of this deal on a special episode we put out. It's free on the feed, but uh, cool to hear that Jake's on, uh, on board with us because we basically all agree this is a, a phenomenal deal. Although Vince was a little bit better than all of us at trying to poke holes in this. He's, he's real big on rights fees, but we talked him down from that ledge because especially year one, you temper those expectations. You go into it knowing what Oliver Luck's been saying the whole time, exposure is is the goal. And holy moly, I don't think you could get more exposure than being on these networks, Jake. I don't know if any other network would have given you as much as ESPN and Fox are given the XFL. Yeah, I mean, if you if you let's say let's keep Fox, you know, and, and the accompanying networks that belong to that uh, to that brand. If you would you know swap out ABC with NBC, I, I don't think it would be as important because then you're losing ESPN. Also, I mean, you could switch out perhaps. Well, no, you could switch ABC with NBC. And then even if you swapped ESPN with NBC Sports Network, that's still not as good. Oh, that's a huge drop off. That's still not as good as what you've got now. The XFL, because of these partners, the the cable, uh, you know, sister stations to these networks are monstrous. NBC Sports Network, CBS Sports Network, do not touch FS1 and ESPN right now, and when you get on the highlight shows on those stations as well, especially Sports Center, I mean that is going to go a very long way. We're going to have XFL highlights, Bryant, on Sports Center. Well, and Alan, something that we mentioned too in terms of exposure, and there's so much exposure with this that we, they might get banned off Instagram, to be honest with you. <laughs> but the best part of this is that the bars, sports bars, are always playing ESPN. There's Talk always and you're going to get that. You're just going to walk into a into a Buffalo Wild Wings, and you're going to see the game on. 
you're not going to why is there football it, it just it, it just makes so much sense yeah. to be on these networks you're you're not going to get a bartender chromecasting br live onto the big screen <laughs> that's very true and, and also it just it, there might have been maybe maybe you know nbc offered money Maybe they were going to give them a rights fee, but but the XFL wasn't really concerned about the rights fee. They got someone to pay for the costs, which is really nothing to these networks, to be honest with you. Um, and and in that and in that sense, they they just get eyeballs. Like I said, exposure. This is this, it's just so good for the for the XFL and and another move that makes them more legit than they were the previous week. The second biggest announcement of the week, if you ask me, Bryant. We'll talk about the biggest. Uh, announcement coming up because we got our coach baby but the second part of this week's cover two a really cool article si.com oliver luck uh talking all about the league and getting into into his commissioner role but one thing that stood out that a lot of uh media reporting on pro football talk and the like uh talking about oliver luck was quoted in that article is saying he prefers not to test for marijuana in the xfl and uh it's it's a really hot hot button issue. Uh, it's it's something that right off the bat, Vince McMahon was asked about. You know, te- uh, drug testing and criminal records. Uh, criminal records and drug testing, two different issues to me, Jake. When it comes to drug testing, uh, especially with it legalized in ma- many states, uh, I think that is a good stance to have for Oliver Luck. It's widening the net of getting you know good players, but also. Uh, I think you don't just because a player is going to be smoking marijuana. I don't think you have to worry about them being troublemakers. Two separate issues to me, and I think Oliver Luck sees it that way. Yeah, I, I'm not sure there is a correlation or is not a correlation between those two. But um, you know, if you're going to limit your talent pool, then you're hurting the brand. You're hurting the television product. And, and, you know, if if they don't do it, perhaps people would complain on the Internet for two weeks and they would forget about it. So, uh, you know, my, my personal feelings are out of this one. I'm just if I'm all over luck, I want the best. I want the largest pool to, to pull from. Yep. And, and that's why it would, you know, it would help them to not uh, to not do this. You're right, Jake. That's all it is. is it's, it's offering a, a bigger pool of players. Um, you know, marijuana and, and, and criminal activity, although they are s- commonly uh, tied together in, in, in culture, uh, they are really not. There's a lot of people out there who, who use marijuana in, in a civil civil manner. So the XFL feels like it's a hop an issue that maybe if they just let it slide, which probably most leagues are going to go towards anyway, uh, might as well keep uh, that pool of players as big as possible. Yeah, stay ahead of the curve. The NFL is not going to be doing this for much longer. I mean... This is a this is a groundswell. It's been well. It's taken a long time, but it's it's finally coming around. You've got uh, advocates out there. One of our good friends we played with, Eben Britton, Brian. He's a, a huge advocate, former NFL player, offensive lineman, uh, and talked. You know, he's done extensive research and advocacy work for you know t- uh, CBD and THC is for medicinal purposes. He now co-hosts Mike Tyson's podcast and uh, is spreading that word. So I think Oliver Luck is hearing uh, those kind of messages and also flat out, it just widens the pool of players. If you're a young player and you say, hey, do I want to go to the NFL? 
uh, where I'm going to be tested for for pot and you know going to struggle to make a team, or do I want to go to the XFL where I don't have to worry about being tested for something that helps me with my pain and I'm going to get some playing time. It's just another uh, way to appeal to players. So I think we could all agree this is a, a good idea by Oliver Luck, taken from the SI article. Let us know what you think at XFL Show. It's a very interesting topic. Obviously, people have their own personal uh, issues with you know drugs and and whether or not it should be tolerated and whatnot. Uh, this is uh, marijuana, though, which is now legalized in multiple states in the United States. We want to hear from you. Do you agree with Oliver Luck? Do you prefer not to test for pot in the XFL? At XFL Show uh, on Twitter, Instagram, and on Facebook. And uh, just to give us, I guess, our good buddy a bump, Brian, should encourage people to listen to him. He gets to talk to Mike Tyson every week. Hilarious show. Have you heard that yet? I have not, but I've already started to look it up, actually, as, as he talks about it. So, <laughs> Evan Britton, former Bears offensive lineman, Jaguars offensive lineman, uh, and he he kicks it with, with Mike Tyson every week. It's amazing. It's a guy we played. I played offensive line with in high school. Very cool. Maybe we'll have him on the show uh, one day. Before we get to the hot read, everybody, let me tell you about our Patreon this week. It is an amazing place to be if you're an XFL or just a football fan because we had so much to talk about with the TV deal. Extra conversations on that. Extra conversations on Winston Moss as the L.A. head coach, general manager, and, of course, all the NFL and college football talk we get into. And, yes, there's a bizarre story out there about Marshawn Lynch getting paid $5,000 in quarters by the AAF what the heck was happening there you you could listen and find out on this is not the xfl show our special weekly all-encompassing football podcast only for patrons who give to our patreon and of course when you give to the patreon it helps us be able to keep the lights on and do way more content for you so it goes a long way with helping us produce more shows uh, it helps with the free feed as well it helps with all the costs that go into the show and it also makes sure that we have some smooth sailing on that road to 2020 because we have big plans and you are the ones that are helping us get those done i mean look at this we've got like three shows this week big shows and more of that to come it's going to be a regular thing before you know it all because of the patreon patreon.com slash this is the xfl show join today on any tier you want you give one dollar all the way up to 25 a month and you get all this content it's going to make your head spin we've got people who are lined up patrons who are going to join the show because they they give to the patreon lots for you to get in terms of content and interacting with this show. And if you love it, uh, th- this is the place to be. It's the best way to experience this is the XFL show. So please give it to the Patreon, check it out, and uh, back to the show. All right, here we go. The biggest news of the week. Actually, scratch that. I think we could all agree. The biggest news we've heard regarding the XFL yet on this long and winding road to 2020. We finally got our guy, and it was a celebration in the City of Angels earlier this week. What a moment, what a press conference, and what a season it's going to be with new head coach and general manager of the Los Angeles XFL team, Winston Moss, the subject of this week's hot read. Blue 58! Blue 58! Go! Go! Hey, Ric Flair! Ric Flair! 
Pepper. Flip. Caliber. Motown. Happy. Jolly. Drunk. Buster. Bummer. Tiger. I think he's got a hound too, Rodney, I think. Winston Moss, former assistant coach with the Green Bay Packers. He's he's a former Oakland Raiders uh, player, and now he's getting his first crack at the head coach coaching gig in the XFL for the Los Angeles team. And, you know, the, the accolades, we could talk about those like we have everybody else, but this guy gave us something really good to actually he- listen to and play back this week. A couple of things. Let's rock with new L.A. head coach Winston Moss. Except that Coach Hayes. Coach Hayes held me every single down when we played back in the day with the Raiders and the Chiefs. Calling out another XFL head coach in your introductory press conference, Winston Moss, you are... The, the certified G of all the XFL coaches now. The one guy who went out there and said, let's do this, other guys. The gauntlet laid down, Bryant. It's on. Winston Moss, oh, Jonathan Hayes, here we go. I feel like we should just be playing, you know, Queens, We Are the Champions right now. That, that, that's what we should be playing. Some L.A. music, anything would be great right now because that's, that's what's happening. Jake, I don't know if you saw all this or not, but basically we have oh, the best okay. coach in the league. Was this a work or a shoot? It doesn't matter. It, it, it's the best thing ever. And if you guys don't know what a work or a shoot is, a work listen to Brain Buster Radio. The man was wearing sunglasses. He was out there calling out other coaches. He was telling us how to spell excellence. And it started with an L and ended with an A. He was walking through the main streets of Melrose Boulevard with shades on. This guy is so cool. L.A. stands for excellence. You can have any other coach you want because I got the best one. Uh, I am a fan right now. I am not a, a podcaster. This is great. Uh, great <laughs> hire. Uh, the mic work on this man is just beyond extraordinary. Uh, I can't wait for the post games. The edit- entertainment value was there more so than uh, the other six XFL head coaches. I think we could all agree it was short. It was sweet, but it was good. Uh, the, the accolades. Hey, he's got great NFL background and he's been, you know, a player with the Raiders, Seahawks, the Bucks. Uh, we're, we're talking about a guy who's done it all except be the head coach. He was an assistant head coach under Mike McCarthy, but this is his big shot, and he came out guns a-blazing, Jake. Yeah, he did. Um, nev- does not have a head coach uh, record behind him, correct? This is this is the first head coaching experience. I think we – didn't we talk about that last week, about if, if every coach had head coaching experience – I remembering that correctly. Yeah, no, we've got we've got a few that are getting their first shot at being the head man, and and he's one of them. Yeah, there's there, that that's what's good is the the mixture of guys who've been the top dog, guys who have been hungry and finally getting the opportunity. And Winston Moss took the opportunity to let everybody. He reminded everybody, hey, we're building a league, but this is going to be a competitive league as well. I mean, we haven't seen that the the competitive fire. He was wearing sunglasses. But I saw it in his eyes during the press conference. <laughs> the competitive nature of the L.A. head coach Winston Moss. Very cool. Very refreshing to see. 
And, uh, you know, is he going to be as successful as some of the other guys? We'll have to find out. Uh, Does he have the background of a Bob Stoops? No, but he does have a Super Bowl ring working under Mike McCarthy. And uh, and he's outspoken. That's what you got to love about it. You got characters in the XFL. Winston Moss uh, got into, I, I don't know, we'll call it a little trouble, but he got some attention whenever Mike McCarthy was fired. And he put out a tweet basically criticizing Aaron Rodgers, Jake which is a no-no in Green Bay. And uh, so now he's gone from, from from the Packers. And instead of jumping to another NFL team, here he is as an XFL head coach general manager. Well, he's definitely got fire. And, you know, already it sounds like somebody that the players would rally behind and, uh, you know, do whatever he says. So, uh, yeah, the, the, the resume is not as, uh, you know, it's, not as luxurious as some of the other guys on the list here, but he's got attitude. Would have fit in uh, amazing in the original XFL, and uh, you know, hopefully, he fits in well in the rebirth. That see, that's a great thing that we got. We're getting a little taste, Bryant, of the original XFL. Still, I think with this guy Winston Moss as the head coach in LA, and that's a good that, thing. Uh, that comment on Aaron Rodgers makes so much more sense now that you actually LA see him as stands coach in for LA. excellence. The, you're right. We get to see a little bit of a, of the 2001 XFL, but but you're right, Jake. He, the players are going to want to play for this guy. He brings a, a level of intensity that probably we haven't seen out of much anyone, to be honest with you, in the XFL so far. Um, LA found them, found themselves a good one. It is going to take uh, you know more than just talk to be able to to become to stay a head coach in this league. I will say that, but he's off to a great start. Uh, basically, you know, making rivalries, uh, calling out coaches. I can't wait until he, he has something to say about Jim Zorn. This is going to be a great ah. uh, coach uh, for the team, for the league. Uh, you know, just it's so great. Just give us the championship now, really, honestly. Just <laughs> yeah, Brian and I, Jake, we've been since day one XFL LA fans. How about you? The hiring of Winston Moss. Are you officially an XFLA fan? I, I have to hold off until you know logos and colors. But like <laughs> I've been saying, that's right. you know that's that's big. I mean, now if I pick a team and you know they the team drafts Ray Lewis or something, then I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> bet. Uh, I don't think I don't think you got to worry about that. But uh, it, that'd be interesting. He knows what it takes to build a great and competitive football team. Yeah, that is Winston Moss. A shout-out to Heather Carrots, the president of XFL LA, as well, doing a bang-up job at that press conference. In two languages, Bryant. <laughs> Nuestros fanáticos. This is great. Yes! Uh, <laughs> so much happened during that press conference. It's, it's, I'm so fired up for LA. I feel like they even had a picture of all the, the reporters in the, in, in the crowd or in the, in the gallery. Uh, it was great. It was a great press conference for who would have thought that something could have topped the TV deal this week. And, and this this announcement, I don't think this one hundred percent. No, it did. No, nah. don't even give me that. It, it All right, we're, we're admittedly biased, Jake, but you got to admit it was pretty entertaining. It, it was. It was maybe the most entertaining three minutes I saw uh, all week. Now, where was this? Was this downtown LA, Brian? Looked like it was at Staples Center's. Uh, Staples Center. It looks like. Or yeah, or in the LA Live vicinity, I guess it was around there. Um, not at what is it, Dignity Health Field now? It's called Brian, uh, the former Dignity s- Health, yeah, former like former Stubhub Center. Even had ambulances and fire trucks 
put it, trying to put out that fire that was happening in LA that night. That was <laughs> yeah. great. It was so yeah. good. Uh, so we've got seven. Uh, eighth to come next week, we're hearing, in Houston. And hopefully we'll, that'll be all wrapped up as well. So then we'd have coaches, general managers, uh, working still on finishing up the presidents and a TV deal. And, and before you know it, we're going to have players in this league. An amazing, amazing stop on the road to 2020 this week. Um, real quick, last one on D- Winston Moss. Calling out the St. Louis head coach, Jonathan Hayes there, guys. Does that guarantee us a week one matchup between St. Louis and Los Angeles like we've been talking about on this show? Some people out there on social media are tweeting at us saying, we're with that. That's a great natural rivalry. L.A. stole St. Louis's football teams. Other people are saying, our beef isn't with L.A. and St. Louis. Our beef is is with Cronky. I don't know if I, I – I know it is, but I see it as an S, St. Louis versus L.A. thing, Jake. Yeah, I'm not sure you're going to get this week one. I, I don't necessarily think you need it week one. You know, I think you can build up the, the rivalry for whenever it happens. So, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think it's necessary. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I think – now, see, Alan, and, and I think you got to save it for another week. It's already something that – We'll draw eyeballs to the network, whoever has it on. So I don't think you have to put it on week one. You have some, some, but for what, like a week six, a week four, possibly when you need to make sure those those numbers stay up. That's probably when you're gonna want to have them. Well, I'm, I'm not. You guys aren't convincing me yet. I'm still gonna uh, be lobbying for that. St. Louis versus L.A. Week one. Uh, the schedule is out, but the games aren't set. So we'll see what gets that. The coveted spot, right, is that first Saturday game. The first game of. The new XFL. That's the that's the game you want. It's going to be LA that's or New York, also. I think that's something that we didn't talk about, and maybe we'll just sneak it in here real quick. The, the first game's not Saturday prime time. It's Saturday, uh, twelve o'clock, eleven o'clock Pacific, I believe, it's something like that, right? So it's an interesting uh, scheduling choice, especially for opening night. But um, maybe, maybe Allen, they'll get St. Louis and LA. Maybe on the the prime time game on Saturday night. I might want that primetime Saturday game if I'm Winston Moss. I, I bet you he's going to request that. You know, he's he's it's so bright in LA. He's got to wear shades. He's ready. Um, unbelievable, <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> I, you couldn't have had uh, a, a, another coach announce the week of this blockbuster TV deal. It, maybe Bob Stoops would have been as equally blockbuster, but he did a great job. And maybe my mo- my my favorite week so far. Uh, riding down this road to 2020 guys i had a blast covering it all and uh, talking about it all with you guys this week i'm hyped for the tv deal and especially winston by god moss la stands for excellence that's uh, whew. The, i guess i guess there was a tv deal this week that's kind of how i feel about it <laughs> All right. Well, I, I think we've covered it all. We've got a, we've had a lot of content out this week, guys. It's uh, been really fun. The of course the bonus show we put out on the free feed. We did the, this is not the XFL show, which this week we couldn't avoid talking a little bit even more TV deal in XFL on that show, but a whole lot of football on that one. And then of course this show we are uh, riding high, and it's only going to get better. We've got some major combine stops coming to a city near you. Uh, one of the eight XFL cities, each of them are going to have, you know, tryouts and all that and putting the rosters together. These coaches are going to start getting to work. We're going to have all eight of them, uh, hopefully, by next week's show, Brian. That's the hope. I think they did announce that we're going to have a new president next week. Someone's going to get announced on that sense, in that sense. Um, 
but man, there's so much information. It's just, we might have to go to two shows just periodically all the time now. It might have to be because there's so much coming out. Can't wait for the draft. Can't wait for players being signed. I mean, the team logos and colors are going to come out this summer. I'm sure it's it's intense. It's it's a great time to be a fan of the XFL. So stick with us. Uh, we don't do those special shows often. I think that's our second one. The other one was the uh, announcement of the eight cities, Alan. But uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll do them as necessary because they're a lot of fun and they're important. Oh, they are important. Big weeks like this, uh, mile markers, and you know. We're probably going to, you're right, be moving to even more content on the regular as we get more and more information coming in just so that we could keep everybody, you know, well-informed, well-hyped, and uh, and rolling down this road to 2020. Jake, uh, th- this was a monumental week, and uh, we are heading into a summer that is going to be full of news, I think, nonstop because of uh, all the league building we still have left to do. It's the getting down to crunch time, man. Yeah, I mean, the league is going to be here before we know it. You know, this is the the time where, you know, boots on the ground, rubber meets the road, uh, all those cliches. Jake, real quick, last thing we could do this show before we get out of here. Can you just book us real quick uh, an XFL uh, show of some sort on on FS1 or ESPN to supplement the league. It's going to air in the middle of the week to get people ready for the games on the weekend. How are you going to book that thing? Uh, I'm going to I'm going to ask them for their best time slot, and you know if they give us two to th- <laughs> two to three a.m. on FS2, I'm going to say uh, thank you. <laughs> That's the right answer I was looking for. Just uh, I'm going to bake muffins and, and cookies, take them in, get some cactus cooler, and uh, lube them up real good. Yep. What is, <laughs> what's 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 on your uh, what do you call it? Your your writer is that what it's called? What is it when you when you uh, get what? booked for shows like that? Yeah. What do they call those, Alan? When you a writer, a, uh, a writer. writer. Yeah. yeah. Do you need like green you know, and like M&Ms? Heavy yeah, on water. Like I, I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> it's an LA thing, I guess. <laughs> it is. It's a very uh, Hollywood thing, I guess. All right. Well, uh, until the show's on FS2 or one of the networks, uh, we'll be back next week. Same feed. Tell your friends to subscribe if they're saying, hey, I heard the XFL's going to be on ABC and Fox. You tell them, yep, that's right. And you could follow along with all the news and get hyped for the season to come uh, with This is the XFL Show on any podcast application of your choosing. And better yet, give to their Patreon because we do a lot of content there for you. Uh, supplemental XFL content, uh, all-encompassing football stuff there as well. Uh, we're rocking, we're rolling, and it's thanks to you. So we appreciate it. All the follows, all the call-ins. Uh, it, it, it's really making this this a smooth ride to kick off in February of 2024. Bryant, for Jake, I'm Alan. We'll see you next week. This is the XFL Show. Remember, they're listening. <laughs>